You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Sacks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SacksInTheBasement.com. Welcome into Socks in the Basement. My name is Chris Lanuti. Pull up a stool at my nine-foot homemade oak bar in my basement here on the south side of Chicago and pour yourself a cold one. Or better yet, just sit back wherever you're at and listen to another White Sox simulated game in a simulated season every single game since opening day only from Socks in the Basement and SocksInTheBasement.com. As always, we are brought to you by Cork and Carry at the Park at 33rd and Princeton, a south side tradition and they are still churning out the good vittles. Go to Grubhub or CorkandCarryAtThePark.com right now. Look at the menu and pick up some pulled pork nachos, some wings, some dogs, some award-winning burgers. The Latino Burger is one of my personal favorites. They got sandwiches. They have wraps. They have everything. Get your full ballpark experience with this broadcast, SoxOn35th.com doing the postgame, and Cork and Carry at the Park. The Chicago White Sox are on a three-game winning streak and have already taken this four-game set against the Rangers. But there's still work to be done as they go for the sweep against the hapless Rangers, losers of their last six and eight of their last nine. Lance Lynn tries to stop the bleeding for them today as Dallas Keuchel takes the mound for the White Sox. He of the 3-0 record and the 4.37 earned run average. He's been rock solid so far this season and he comes out determined to get the four-game sweep today. Meanwhile, the AL Central has become one of the big divisions in baseball. The Twins at 16-5 sit three games ahead of the White Sox, who are 13-8, with the Indians a half game in front of the Sox at 14-8. We will waste no more of your time on this Sunday afternoon and send it out to the rate. MLB 20 Sox in the Basement simulated season found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SoxInTheBasement.com. Let's go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the south side of Chicago as the 13-8 White Sox take on the 8-13 Texas Rangers from Guaranteed Rate Field. It's a beautiful Sunday afternoon. The White Sox have put on those 83 retro jerseys as they tend to do on Sunday. Family Sunday at the ballpark. And Dallas Keuchel goes for the four-game sweep today. Four starts so far, 3-0 record, 4.37 ERA. Over 22 and two-thirds innings, he's given up 24 hits, had 24 strikeouts, walked eight. He has a whip of 1.41. That whip indicates he's played with fire, but he's done well. He finds a way to get out of situations, and he's been the rock when this team is losing games that gets them back on track. He has the rare occasion now to come out with his team on a three-game win streak, and the first ball is chopped down the third base line by Elvis Andrus. Andrus hitting 333 coming into this game. First pitch at 111 this afternoon on a sunny day on the south side. Got a jam shot to left center field, carrying back towards the wall, caught by Robert as he bounces off of it. It hung up there forever. Andrus hit it off the inside of his bat and powered that thing out there to the wall. A long out, and there's one out now in the top of the first inning. Hunter Cole. We haven't seen him for a couple of days back in the lineup hitting 265. Last time we saw him, he was at the bottom of the lineup and did damage. After a few days off, he's back. The lefty Keiko delivers a slider outside for a ball. The Rangers 
mix things up a lot depending on if there's a righty or a lefty on the mound to start the game. Meanwhile, Ricky Renteria doing a lot of mixing right now. Remember when Ozzie Guillen have a crazy Ozzie lineup on a Sunday? That's what we've got today. We'll get through that in a second. Inside low pitch, 2-0 to Hunter Cole. Inside fastball, 3-0 now. Willie Calhoun is on deck. Looking at the flags, the wind is blowing from left to right, but also in a little bit. Almost as if it's coming in over left field across the stadium to the first base side and that first base line. Keiko walks him. There's a runner on first now with one out in the top of the first. And Willie Calhoun comes up. Calhoun was sat down last time a lefty took the mound against his team, but now he's back in there. Lefty against lefty. They're not holding back their best hitter in this game. Cut fastball, low and inside, ball one, as Keiko's having a hard time finding the plate after Andros gave the first ball that was hit today a ride. Calhoun's hitting 215. He fouls this one off, one and one the count. Outside slider catches the plate, one and two. Kenny Jansen behind the plate today. Keiko checks the runner. Not really a threat to go, and the lefty delivers and strikes out Calhoun on the outside corner looking for his first strikeout of the game. Two outs here in the top of the first. Looking around the defense today. Keuchel's on the mound. McCann is catching. First base is Abreu. Second base, Nick Madrigal for his second start here in the majors. Had a nice debut a few nights ago. Two-seam fastball taken by Joey Gallo. 0-1 the count. Shortstop's Anderson. Third base is Danny Mendick. Looking out in the outfield. And it gets crazier now. Left field, Leary Garcia. Center field, Luis Robert. Right field, Adam Engel with Encarnacion DHing. So as you look at your scorecard, no Grandal, no Jimenez, no Mancada. The 0-2 pitch to Gallo. He lays off of it. A low two-seamer, one and two the count. Guys can't go every day. They're not robots. They get worn out. You took three. You took the series. You still want to win this game. But you got to give a guy a rest every once in a while. Some of those guys were huffing and puffing. Outside cut, fastball swung on and missed. Keuchel sits down two with a strikeout and also had the long out to center field. Midway through the first, no score. So Ricky Renteria sends his backups out there, essentially, against Lance Lynn. Four starts, two and one, 2.20 ERA, 28 and two-thirds innings, where he gave up 30 hits and seven walks for a whip of 1.29 and struck out 32. He's having a pretty solid season out there. When you look at this Rangers record, you understand it's been the bats and not the starting pitching. Tim Anderson's hitting 349. His bat works. Two home runs so far in the season, and he will lead off for the White Sox as the righty Lynn delivers to the right-handed hitting Anderson, a changeup taken down the middle 0-1. The Rangers have dropped in the last place this weekend as they've been unable to pick up a win now for almost a week. Last time they won was last Sunday. Chopped up to the pitcher. Lynn will take it on the one hop and throw it over to first. The 1-3 put out of Anderson on one that went off the end of his bat. And he's gone. One out. Larry Garcia will come in. Larry's hitting 286 with a home run. Nine RBIs. He's done well in the two spot when... They have to have Moncada take a break or move Moncada into the four spot because somebody's taking a break. He hasn't done a bad job up there at the top of the lineup. He's also led off several times. So you'll see him either at the top of the lineup or the bottom, wherever he's needed. And he's not doing bad right now as the Swiss Army knife of the Chicago White Sox. 
Takes the first pitch high for a ball. The next one low enough to be called a strike on a cut fastball at the letters. One and one the count. I played uh, MLB The Show 20 with my 12-year-old the other day. And he wanted to pick any White Sox uniform he wanted to pick. He's like scrolling through them. He didn't even hesitate. He went for these 83 unis. Here's a kid that doesn't even remember them. He wasn't alive. I was a kid when they came out. Loves them. Thinks they're cool. And they are. They're really cool. This one's outside. Three and one now to Leary Garcia with Abreu on deck. They're very cool. But I still think the pinstripe with the old English socks that's the standard home uniform is maybe one of the best in all of baseball and should never go away. High fastball checked up. They're going to say went. Three and two to count. Garcia looks back at Jansen, the umpire. Kind of shook his head, but he's back in. Full count. Lynn delivers. Outside corner taken for a fastball strike. That's strike three. First strikeout for Lynn. Garcia motions towards the umpire like we shouldn't even have had that pitch. I didn't swing. Honestly, folks, I think he went around. I don't know why he's upset. Abreu's hitting 289, comes up with two outs here in the bottom of the first inning. And Lynn into the line. Weak fly ball, back behind third base, trailing towards the tarp in foul territory will be caught. In foul territory, one pitch, one out to Abreu, and the inning is over. Todd Frazier puts that one away, the former White Sox third baseman. No runs, no hits, no errors for either team as the first ends. Robinson Chirinos hitting 175 with four home runs. And one of those home runs has been against the White Sox this weekend. The right-handed hitter will take his turn against the lefty Keuchel. First pitch of the second inning. Check swing outside corner, call the strike. 0-1 the count. Chirino, 6-for-30 lifetime against Keuchel with 11 strikeouts. The pitch. Inside corner, he lays off of that one, 1-1. One one. Sent out in the center field on a soft liner. It's going to be put away by Robert. And there's one out on the soft liner to center field. Danny Santana now going to step up, hitting 268. Keiko looks in. The big wind and the hook of a delivery. High two-seam fastball at the letters, taken for a strike. Santana's 0 for 6 lifetime against Keiko with four strikeouts. The pitch on the way. Sent out deep into left field. If it is fair, it is gone near the pole, and it hits the pole. So Santana, who was 0 for 6 with four strikeouts lifetime, hits the cage that's in fair territory, that fencing that comes off the foul pole right down the line. It's going to go down as being 379 feet. Gets out of here at 108 miles per hour, and the Rangers lead 1-0 early against the White Sox. Santana hit the right field pole last night in the ninth inning with his team down by two to bring it within one. So he's pulling the ball on whatever side of the plate he's standing on. And Todd Frazier, the 172 hitting Todd Frazier with only one RBI, and he's in a platoon role right now for the Rangers, playing third today. This is only his second appearance in the four games we played. Seems to be exclusively against left-handed starters. Takes the pitch from Keuchel. Outside changeup taken for a ball, 1-0. 1-0 Texas. One out in the top of the second inning. After the last batter, Hit the left field foul pole. High 2-0. Two hard hit balls out to the outfield. One cleared and hit the pole. One was caught at the wall. Keuchel also has two strikeouts. Chop back foul. 2-2 two two the count. Swung on and missed on a two-seamer tailing away. 
Frazier goes down swinging for the third strikeout of the game for Keuchel. Two gone now in the top of the second with one run already in. Runid Odor steps in. And he takes a fastball outside for a ball, 1-0. Tailed away a little bit too much. Keuchel into the wind. The pitch on the way. Low and outside, 2-0. Next pitch high and outside on a four-seam fastball. Quickly, a hitter's count, 3-0 to Odor, who's hitting 246. The pitch. Fastball down the middle, taken for a strike, 3-1 now the count. Keuchel, working quickly, delivers. Misses outside on a two-seamer and walks the batter with two outs. Ronald Guzman's hitting 175, the first baseman. Will come up here, he's the nine hitter in the lineup. Keuchel sitting on 29 pitches. Will face him with two outs here in the top of the second inning. Checks the runner, the pitch. One hopper to Keuchel, over to first. That'll end the inning. Danny Santana got a hold of one though. The Rangers lead the White Sox, one nothing, midway through the second. Edwin Encarnacion's hitting 231. He's got six home runs. One of those was last night on the big solo shot that gave him his 11th RBI. Almost every one of his home runs has been a solo shot. Five out of six of them have been solo shots. When he has guys on base, not doing very well. So he has some things to work out. He's two for 14 lifetime against Lynn. And he fouls this one off, 0-1 the count. Next pitch is high, taken for a ball, 1-1. Next one is deep down the third baseline. If it is fair, it is gone. Encarnacion starts his trot, and that one is gone. 348 feet. Out in the left field, he has two home runs in the last two days as he gets out of this slump with another solo shot. 100 miles per hour, it gets out on a big towering drive deep in the left field. And this game is knotted up at one. Every time he hits a home run, he knows. He goes into the trot. You're watching him instead of watching the home run. He doesn't hit the pole, he hits it straight, hits it into the wind, and he gets it over just over the bullpen in the first section in the fair territory in left field. And James McCann comes up, hitting 333 with a home run of his own this season, and is quickly 0-1. Second pitch on the way. Outside taken, ball one, one and one the count. Last time out, he was one for four with a double. He's had a lot of extra base hits. This one's charged out in the left field, going back towards the track. He's going to camp underneath it. Actually came in front of the track then and stepped onto the grass to make that play on the flyout. And there's one gone. In years past, during the rebuild, you didn't know if the White Sox were going to score any runs. Now you expect them to score and score in bunches. I don't worry when a team hits a home run against us early. The game is nowhere near being completed. Adam Engel steps in. He's hitting sixth with a 4.44 average. Flies this one down the first baseline, caught in foul territory by the right fielder as he runs over and gets it. One pitch, one out for him. And Luis Robert comes up hitting 2.19, still only has one home run from opening weekend. It was here, he hit the kid zone fan deck. Since then, we have not seen the power. Curveball low in the zone taken for a strike, 0-1. One for three yesterday with an RBI. Stands in and waits for this pitch. Lines it right off the back of Lynn. It's going to bounce to the second baseman who's going to pick it up with one hand and get Robert by a hair. They're going to have to check Lance Lynn. He hit him right off the back. Meanwhile, after two, it's all knotted up at one here on the south side. 
Top of the third inning, let me remind you that Cork and Carry at the Park has an extensive menu of ballpark favorites, great gourmet food. You don't realize it until you get it. And if you've never been in there, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but you should definitely try it. And if you have been in there, trust me, Bill and the rest of the folks over there at Cork and Carry at the Park are doing their best. And they are serving you the best way possible. This one's charged out into right field. Angle fading back and will make the catch on the run well before the track. Caught that one on his hip running backwards. Kind of a trick catch. There's one out here in the top of the third. If you want to look at the menu, you want to make an order. Right now, they have only a few options. Remember, they're more tavern, but they've got great food. And so right now, it's Grubhub. Go direct to Grubhub or go to Cork and carry at the park.com. Support them so they are there with doors wide open and arms wide open when life returns to normal. Trust me, I'll be there. This one's flared on the first baseline. It goes off of Abreu's glove as he leaps for it. He knocks it down. It rolls into foul territory. It will stop the runner, Cole, from going to second. It goes in and out of his glove as he leaps as high as he can. A nice effort by Abreu. That's a double easily and possibly a triple with the speed of Cole. But he's on first base with one out here on the top of the third. And Willie Calhoun comes up and takes an outside cut fastball for a ball, 1-0 the count. He struck out in the first inning. Calhoun had a heck of a season last year. Really a bust-out season for him. He had had a lot of hype. Comes in this year, they're expecting more breaks his jaw in spring training. Now he's back, and he takes a fastball outside corner for a strike, 1-1 one one the count. He was a fourth-round pick in the 2015 draft. He's been a hyped-up possible star in this organization for a while. I know fantasy baseball guys in dynasty leagues that have held on to him for years. He swings and misses at this one, one and two the count. One out, top of the third. All knotted up at one, the pitch from Keuchel to the lefty. And that's fouled off down the third base line. The one-two pitch. Outside ball on a slider, two and two. Next one, fouled back off the screen, two and two the count. Lefty on lefty action, the pitch. Chop the short. Anderson's going to flip the second over to first on a nifty play by Madrigal, who gets that ball, hits the bag, and jump throws across his body. Showing off. And we are midway through the third with the score knotted up at one. Chicago White Sox doing really good right now in statistical categories offensively. Fourth in the MLB in slugging, ninth in home runs, second in stolen bases, third in runs per game, fourth in average with a team average of 275. The rebuild is over, especially when it comes to the hitting. The pitching a little bit behind, but we've seen some big games recently. Nice game yesterday by Giolito. Cease had a big one about a week ago. Keuchel's been steady. Danny Mendick steps in. He's playing over third base today. He takes a strike, 0-1 the count. Lynn into the line. This one sent down the third base line, hooking towards the stands. Get out of play, it does. Close, though. 0-2 count. Strike three inside corner. Mendick throws the bat in disgust. He did not like that call, and it was borderline. There's one out now in the bottom of the third, and Nick Mandrigal comes up hitting 333. Scored a couple of runs in his debut and had a big triple. He was one of the reasons the White Sox came back and won on Thursday night to start off this series. An exciting game and a big debut. First pitch taken for a strike. Next one's outside for a ball. One and one the count quickly to Madrigal. 
He's little. He's tiny. I refer to him as Frodo right before he hit his triple. Frodo chops this one down the first baseline. Foul, one and two. You know, like the Hobbit. Frodo. Frodo Baggins. Low and inside taken. Two and two to count. Good eye. Heard from a Twitter user. You can follow us at Sox in the basement. This one's popped straight back. Catcher underneath it. Chirinos will make the play. Two outs. Twitter user told me, I don't know why, but I was yelling and angry. It bothered me that Nick Mandrigal's first at bat in the majors was a strikeout. The guy never strikes out. He struck out. And it's true. I get it. I yell all the time during these games. When we lose a game, I walk around and stomp around the house. Like pissed off. First pitch to Anderson's a ball. Next one sent out in the right field. It's going to fall in front of the charging outfielder for a base hit. So T.A. is on with a base hit. And a two-out single for Anderson. And you got speed on first with Leary Garcia up. Garcia stands in. Lynn with a look over at Anderson. Goes towards home. Anderson takes off. Throw down a second. He is out at second base. T.A. up at the top of the leaderboard in stolen bases. Gets burned by Torinos, who has thrown out two White Sox runners. They have been very successful stealing bases, but they're out here in the third. 1-1. Foundation issues not properly handled can be costly. Family Waterproofing Solutions is owned by Ken, a veteran of the United States Marines, and his wife Maria, making them a veteran-owned business and a female-owned business that will diagnose and repair wet or leaky basements. And while they're located on the sock side, Family Waterproofing services the entire Chicagoland area and Northwest Indiana. And now after taking time off to ensure they can do things safely and securely for you, Family Waterproofing is back in business and doing jobs. Plus part of the proceeds for every job that they do are donated to veteran and first responder organizations who support our frontline defenders. And currently, Socks in the Basement listeners have access to special pricing when they contact Family Waterproofing Solutions now, 708-330-4466, or visit them today at FamilyBasementWaterproofing.com. Folks, you heard me talking there about Family Waterproofing Solutions, don't forget. Veteran-owned, female-owned, as this one is sent out to the right center field gap and is going to get to the wall. First pitch by Keiko is going to result in a double as we're coming out of the break here. Joey Gallo, I think that's his first hit of the series. He's out with a double. He finally got a hold of one. Chirinos comes in now and takes a high inside pitch for a ball, 1-0. Remember, veteran-owned, female-owned, family-owned. Family waterproofing solutions. They'll do it online. They'll do it over video. They'll do your estimate. They've got measures in place they'll go over with you is how they're going to do the work safely for your family. They're going to give you a great price. They're going to give part of the proceeds to first responders and veterans organizations. And they're good at what they do. Line shot to Abreu. He picks it out of the air. A hard hit ball. He gets his hands on this one for the first out. There's one out here in the top of the fourth with Santana up. He had a solo home run in the second. He's got Gallo on second base now with one out in the top of the fourth inning. And Keuchel's had a lot of hard-hit balls against him and is luckily tied up at one right now, I would say. His 46th pitch of the game is grounded to second base. Mandrigal can't get to it. He's going to get out in the right field, perfectly placed between Mads and Abreu. Mandrigal was pulled more towards second in a shift. So first and third now with one out in the fourth inning. Todd Frazier comes up 0 for 1, and you know 
He wants to make his former team pay. Inside strike on a cut fastball at the knees. Taken. 0-1 the count. He struck out in the second inning. He's hitting 167, and he's in a platoon roll. A solid major league career, but it's starting to taper off now for him. He doesn't want it to end, though. The seven-hitter takes an inside fastball, 1-1 one one the count. He's hitting 400 right now with runners in scoring position on the season. He rises to the occasion. The 1-1 pitch from Keuchel. Outside pitch foul down the first base line. 1-2. Pitch number 50 coming up here for the White Sox starter with one out in the top of the fourth. McCann with the sign sets up on the inside portion of the plate. Jammed. Short fly ball in the right field. Angle will make the catch and throw in. The runner's coming home. Play at the plate is offline, and the Rangers will score. The ball got there in plenty of time, but it was well off to the first base side. A bad throw by Angle on a short fly ball into shallow right field. A good throw gets him, but instead it's 2-1 to one now with two outs here on the top of the fourth, and Odur comes up with the runner still on first. The runner held the pitch on the way. Low, cut fastball taken for a ball, 1-0. and 5 for 41 lifetime against Dallas Keuchel. The pitch. Outside slider, 2-0. Keuchel's been the beneficiary of the White Sox scoring runs for him. He has several quality starts, but that still means he's given up three runs through the first six innings. He's going to need more runs today as his team trails 2-1 here in the top of the fourth inning with two outs. Slows it down a bit, now pitches. Swung on and missed on a curveball. Low. Two and one. Next pitch is a high two-seam fastball. Catches the zone. Two and two. Keiko fighting back against Odur. Two outs. Top of the fourth. Runner on first. The pitch on the way. Chop to the pitcher. Keiko bobbles it. Picks it up. Gets it over to first and plenty of time for the out. A lot of comebackers to Keiko today. I think he's thrown out three guys. Midway through the fourth, the Rangers regain the lead and lead two to one. Leary Garcia was up at the plate when Tim Anderson tried to steal on the first pitch. Garcia takes the first pitch and lightly pops it out into right field for the can of corn. One out quickly here in the bottom of the fourth as Abreu comes to the plate. Red Sox leading the Indians 9-4 in the seventh inning. They're trying to salvage their series. They've been beat up by the Indians all weekend long at home. Cincinnati trailing the Yankees in New York in the seventh inning, 3-2. That has been a hotly contested series. Abreu stands in, the pitch from Lynn. Up the middle, diving play by Andrus across second base. He's going to get up and throw from his knees and get Abreu by a hair. On a brilliant play by Elvis Andrus, he slides right behind second base on his stomach, throws from his knees as he pops up, and gets Abreu barely. Kansas City leads Baltimore right now in the fifth, three to two, and the Twins in the fourth inning, already up on Detroit, three to nothing. That's a low scoring output against Detroit, looking at what they've done to him all week long. Encarnacion takes a fastball low for a strike, and then the next one outside for a ball, one and one. Had a first pitch solo shot last time up. That's the only run of the game for the White Sox who trail Two to one with two outs here in the bottom of the fourth inning. Lynn delivers a changeup outside. Two and one now. The pitch from Lynn. Chap foul down the first baseline. 
There are two Major League batters still hitting over 400. Josh Donaldson and Luke Voigt. Donaldson in Minnesota, Voigt is in New York. You'll see that in April. You won't see it come June, for sure. Does not happen very often. Count goes full. Encarnacion fouled the last one off and the pitch on the way. Swung on and missed a four-seamer over his hands. Inside. And he goes down swinging. Leads the team in strikeouts. Also tied for the lead in home runs. After four, two to one Rangers. As the fifth inning begins, and Ronald Guzman, the nine hitter, comes up 0 for 1 with the ground out in the second inning. I want to remind you, Sox on 35th, the world famous blog, gives post game, does analysis, does a wrap up, shows the box score, puts stats up after every series, so you can follow along with the simulated season presented by Sox in the basement. As this one's fouled straight back, 0 and 1 the count. Keuchel, with pitch number 57, delivers. Swung on and missed, 0-2 here. The top of the fifth inning to the first batter. Also want to give a shout-out to Blue Island Beer Company. They're right there on Blue Island on Western Avenue, right after you cross the bridge. You'll see them. They're like a factory. It's like when it splits off into Old Western in that older part of Blue Island. 2-2 two two now the count to Guzman. They're still open. Depending on where you're at in the south side, Alan, the owner, will actually deliver your beer to you, which is awesome. I'm in Evergreen Park, so I went and got it from him. But he's got a great system. It's sitting there waiting for you if you call ahead or reach out to them on Facebook or whatever. This one's driven deep in the right center field. Nobody's going to get it. Another home run by the Rangers today. Keuchel has given up two. And the Sox now trail 3-1 to one on a 418-foot bomb out into right center field that got out of here at 105 miles per hour. And the Rangers brought the bats, and Dallas Keuchel is frustrated. He has had a lot of hard-hit balls today. He's lucky he's only given up two home runs. And this may not be a long day for him. The ball's carrying out, even though the wind wouldn't indicate it. He has laid some fat pitches in there. Nobody moved. Infielders, outfielders, they all just stood there and watched that one go over. As Elvis Andrews comes up. When the nine-hitter is hitting bombs like that to opposite field, and... You've been beating the tar out of this team all week. It's disappointing. But Keuchel has an offense behind him. He needs to get it together and hold this team down. Andrus chops it back to Keuchel. That's the fourth batter that has hit a ball back to Dallas Keuchel. One out now in the fifth inning after it's thrown over to Abreu. And Hunter Cole comes up one for one with a single in the third inning. It's hitting 286. And he looks in, does Dallas Keuchel, to James McCann who sets up on the inner portion of the plate. And an inside fastball is just missed when it comes to the strike zone. Want to know the count. Anyway, Blue Island Beer Company got a bunch of stuff from them. I want to give them a shout-out. Alan does a great job. You show up, pull in the parking lot, everything's ready for you. Nice and spread out. You don't have to have contact with anybody else. Keeps himself safe. I stayed safe. I wore a mask for his benefit. And went in the building, picked up like a case of beer and when I say case of beer I was picking up 64 ounce jugs of beer three of them a couple of four packs all like packed up in a big box for me really easy to pick up count goes full three and two with Calhoun on deck very easy to do very inexpensive they're a small business you want the breweries to survive folks life is going to come back to normal you want them around 
This one's flared out into left field. Nice play by Garcia as he picks it out of the air. Two outs here in the top of the fifth inning with nobody on. I read a thing recently that breweries, they're expecting 10% of breweries to close within the year, depending on how long this thing goes. 5% of breweries across the U.S. are already saying that there's no hope they're going to be closing before the end of the month. This one is flared out in the center field. Robert's underneath it. So support Blue Island Beer Company. Check them out on Facebook. Look them up online. Blue Island Beer Company. Bibco got me the Double Dank Punk. It's really heavy. It's really good. 11.5 ABV. Tasty. New England style IPA. Midway through the fifth, the White Sox trail 3-1. to one. As I sit here and drink my Blue Island Beer Company Double Dank Punk an imperial double ipa this thing puts hair on your chest you're a man when you drink this beer anyway the white Sox have to get something going here as james mccann steps up to the plate to lead off the bottom of the fifth he's 0 for 1 with the fly out in the second inning the only offense the white Sox have had so far is a home run by encarnacion and a single by tim anderson that's through four innings of offense with one of the best offenses in all of baseball The White Sox have been held to one run only one time this year. And it was earlier this week against Kansas City when they lost a game two to one. This one's fouled off quickly to count as one and one. Swung on and missing an outside four seamer. One and two to count. Boston up now nine to four on Cleveland as this pitch is delivered by Lynn. High fastball misses two and two. Lance Lynn sitting on only 42 pitches here in the bottom of the fifth inning. Been very effective. White Sox need to make him throw more pitches. They need to be battle. They need to be warriors at the plate. They need to stretch him out even more. This one swung on and missed a four-seamer inside under the hands. And McCann goes down swinging. One out here in the bottom of the fifth inning. You want to get to that pen. The bullpen that the Rangers have is atrocious. White Sox have beat up on them every time they've gotten to them. The goal has been to chase the pitcher. I was surprised when Kluber came out yesterday in a close game. He hadn't done enough to really be pulled, but the Sox had put so much pitches, but the Sox had put so much on his arm that he was almost forced out of the game. They're not doing that today to Lynn. With Angle in, and the first pitch outside for a ball, 1-0 the count. One out, bottom of the fifth. Rangers lead 3-1, Lynn with the pitch. Angle flares this one down the left field line, going to be a can of corn in the corner he had plenty of time to get over there as it hung up there and Luis Robert comes up with two outs here in the bottom of the fifth inning the rookie has had his moments let's have one now swung on and missed on a two-seamer the 0-1 pitch on the way outside ball one and one to count Philadelphia leading Miami five to two right now in the sixth inning in the fifth Atlanta trailing San Francisco at home four to two This one swung on and missed. One and two the count. The pitch on the way. Inside fastball taken. Two and two. Robert backs out of the batter's box. Lynn is sitting on 50 pitches now here in the bottom of the fifth inning with two outs. And he delivers pitch number 51. Chopped foul down the first baseline. Colorado and St. Louis underway out in Denver. Two nothing. Rockies. Early in that game. A low fastball that might have been ball three is fouled off. The count remains even at two. The pitch to Robert, sent back into the upper deck behind home plate. Count remains even at two. The next pitch on the way. Swung on and missed on a cut fastball, diving out of the zone near the dirt. 
Robert went for it. He strikes out. I don't know what he's talking to the to the umpire about. You swung at a bad pitch. End of five. The Rangers lead three to one. Top of the sixth inning, Joey Gallo had a gapper for a double. First pitch he was up last time. This one's outside, just misses the corner. 1-0 the count to him. Keiko remains in the game. 71 pitches. This is 72 for a strike on the outside corner. 1-1. One one. He's given up three. Two of them were solo home runs. The pitch on the way. High fastball in the zone. 1-2. Keiko into the line. The pitch. Swung on and missed as it tails away outside. Gallo can't get around in time. And he is struck out. Robinson Chirinos comes in 0 for 2. Inside 2 seamer just misses 1 and 0 the count. With one out here in the top of the sixth. He lined out in the fourth inning. He's hitting 169. Next pitch swung on and missed on a changeup low and outside. 1 and 1. Next pitch low and inside. Two seam fastball. 2 and 1 the count. After this game, the White Sox host three here at home against Kansas City who they've already faced six times and are 3-3 three and three against. Low pitch taken for a ball, 3-1 and one with Santana on deck. Grounded up the middle, grabbed by Mandrigal and sent over to first. He grounds out. There's two outs here in the top of the sixth. Santana's going to come up. He had a bomb already. He's got a solo shot. He's one of those three runs that the Rangers have in this game as they lead 3-1. to one. So after this game, the Royals come to town. We've played them six times already. We're 3-3 three and three against them. Four out in Los Angeles against the Angels and Mike Trout. A day off, two in Denver against the Colorado Rockies. A day off, and then we come back home for Baltimore and Tampa Bay. White Sox did not end up with a lot of off days here in April, but they start to get a good amount of them coming up, which is going to give a break to this lineup. 0-2 pitch, swung on and missed, strike three. Three pitches that time. He went right after Santana and burned him down. Keiko comes off the mound. 3-1 Rangers, midway through the sixth. I referred to it earlier on in the broadcast. Back in the day, Ozzie Guillen every once in a while on a Sunday would have a crazy Ozzie lineup that made no sense. Ricky Renteria resulted to it after taking the first three of this four-game set. And Mendick comes in. Takes an inside fastball for a strike. 0-1 the count. Lance Lynn, 55 pitches in. Delivers here in the bottom of the sixth. Swung on and missed on a circle change that rolls out of the zone to the outer portion of the plate. 0-2 the count. Lynn cruising the pitch. Sent out in the right field. Soft fly ball. Curving towards the line. Caught in foul territory. The bat boy had to get out of the way deep down the line. And there's one out now in the bottom of the sixth for Nick Madrigal. 0 for 1. Popped out in the third. He's 1 for 4 on the season with a triple. He's scored twice since he has come up just a few days ago. Four-seam fastball taken for a strike. High in the zone. 0 and 1 the count. The pitch. This one's sent foul down the first baseline and quickly Madrigal's 0 and 2 with one out here in the bottom of the sixth. Lynn delivers. Strike down the middle. He took it. Cut fastball. Mandrigal looks surprised, but that was clearly a strike. So he has two strikeouts here through his first five at-bats officially in the majors. Not something you would expect from a guy in the minor leagues. Didn't strike out a lot. And T.A. comes up. Swings and misses at a cut fastball. 0-1. 
There's only been two hits in this game for the White Sox. Anderson has one of them. It was a single. The other one was Encarnacion with a home run. Lynn quickly has him 0-2 as this one is fouled off off the netting behind home plate. He's working quickly as 62 pitches with two outs here in the bottom of the sixth. And this one is high and outside and a cut fastball 1-2. and two. Lynn is cruising so much, the Rangers' bullpen may not be seen today. Chopped down the first baseline, easy, three unassisted. And the inning is over. Lance Lynn sitting the White Sox down. One run on two hits. We are through six innings with the Sox trailing three to one. Keiko comes out for the top of the seventh inning. He only has 83 pitches. Inside two-seam fastball taken. Todd Frazier lays off it. 1-0 the count. Evan Marshall and Jace Fry are up. They're the first relief pitchers for either team to get up. Because Lance Lynn is cruising. Keuchel had a quality start today. Six innings, he only gave up three runs or less. But it was three runs, and his team trails 3-1. to one. He's 2-0 and now to Frazier. Next one's outside, 3-0. Rugnid Odur, 2.42 hitting with only five RBIs, stands on deck. Keuchel delivers the 3-0 pitch. Strike, a changeup that Frazier lays off that was right down the middle. I bet you he wants that one back. He was taken all the way. 3-1 and one. and the pitch. Two-seam fastball in the zone. 3-2 and two to count goes full. Keuchel in the wind. Sent out into left field. Easy catch for Leary Garcia standing out there, and there's one gone. Had to shield his eyes from the sun here in the late afternoon on a Sunday afternoon. You could see the shadows elongated coming across the field. The way the sun is in the sky right now tonight, everybody's got a shadow that goes off the body towards the third base side and is as long as them. And that's what he was shielding his eyes against as Odur comes in with one out in the top of the seventh. Keuchel throws pitch number 90 below the knees. 1-0 the count. Next one outside on a two-seam fastball, 2-0. So Keuchel went 3-0 on his first batter before fighting back to a full count and getting him to fly out. He's 2-0 here. This one sent out into deep center field. Robert doesn't even move. Keuchel has given up his third home run of the game. Way out in the center, just to the right of the batter's eye. 428 feet. Out of here at 107.3 miles per hour. The Rangers, with three solo home runs off of Dallas Keuchel, have a 4-1 lead. And Ricky Renteria is going to come out and talk with Dallas. He has not pitched a lot of pitches, but I don't think this has been his day. And while he may want to stay out there, they're going to go out there and get somebody else. So Keiko's going to be removed. He tosses the ball to Renteria. He walks off with his head down. He's not happy with that performance. Turned back and said something to Renteria and McCann as he walks off the mound. But he clearly, he was giving up a lot of hard hit balls today. It was not his day. The Rangers were on him and Evan Marshall comes in. Seven appearances so far, nine and two thirds innings. ERA of 2.79, five strikeouts with three walks. He's got a record of 1-0. Right-handed batter's hitting 182 against him. Lefty's hitting 208. So Evan Marshall's done well early on in the season. And he comes in for his first appearance, I think, of the series. And he will face Ronald Guzman, the nine-hitter. Throw a strike on the outside corner. 0-1 the count. There are still plenty of time for the White Sox to get back into this game. The real key is, will Lynn break down, or will the Rangers go to the pen at some point? 
because he's been unstoppable with the exception of the Encarnacion bomb earlier on in the game. Only two hits given up. The 0-2 pitch. Chopped the third. Big throw by Mendick across his body. He will barely get him, but a great play as Mendick was basically playing shortstop, had to run back into the outfield grass and jump throw across his body all the way across the diamond to Abreu for the second out. Nice play there in relief of Moncada today. And an inside changeup taken for a ball, 1-0 the count. Sox don't have another day off for at least a week. They play every day. Part of a stretch which sees them playing, uh, and I'm going to look at it here, I think it's 17 straight games, 18 straight games. So you got to have guys sit on the bench every once in a while. You win the first three games, you sit a few guys. 2-0 pitch on the way, low for a ball, 3-0 now. Hunter Cole's on deck as Elvis Andrus, 0-3, stands at the plate with a hitter's count. Marshall sets and delivers. Strike on the outside corner taken, 3-1 the count. The pitch on the way. Chopped over to second base. Mandrigal picks it up on the hop. Over to first and gets him. And that ends the inning. Odor, though, hits a solo shot. The third one of the game for the Rangers and the fourth between both teams. And we go to the bottom of the seventh with the Sox trailing by three. Remember, this Sox in the basement simulated season has been going on every day since opening day and will continue to go on as long as needed. And don't forget, if for some reason... Major League Baseball comes back, and we all want that. We will quickly simulate to the end, give you the highlights, just because we know you're getting invested in this season before you get invested in the real season. Hopefully, they'll have one this year. Vieri Garcia steps up 0 for 2, and Lynn continues and throws a strike on the outside corner as Nick Goody and Luis Garcia are warming, and both of them have been tagged by White Sox batters in this series. Low outside pitch taken for a ball, 1-1 one one to Garcia. Lynn only has 66 pitches here in the bottom of the seventh inning. This one's chopped to third. Frazier picks it out of the air before it lands. I thought that one was going to get down. He makes a great play and shoestrings it. It's an out on a lineout. One out in the bottom of the seventh, and Abreu comes to the plate. High four seamer taken for a ball, 1 0. Abreu's hitting 174 lifetime over 23 at bats against Lynn. He's 0 for 2 today. This one's charged out in the center field, drifting back towards the wall. Maybe it'll get over, possibly, to the wall. Caught on the track. He takes a 1-0 pitch deep. Cannot clear the track. And there's two outs down in the bottom of the seventh for Encarnacion. The only guy to score a run for the White Sox today on a solo shot. One of only two hits. The first pitch, a curveball. Low and outside, taken for a strike. Next offering, swung on and missed above the hands inside in the zone, 0-2. The Twins lead 6-0 now at home. They're probably going to win that game. The Indians lost in Fenway, 9-4. They entered this series. They entered today a half game above the White Sox in second place. As Encarnacion fouls one back, and it's 1-2. Sox would like to leapfrog them, but they're, they're still trailing by three, and Encarnacion swings and misses a clearly outside pitch. That would have been a ball. He goes down swinging. And after seven, Lynn cruising for the Rangers as they lead 4-1. to one. Evan Marshall stays out for this inning here in the eighth inning. Did well last inning in relief of Dallas Keuchel. Throws a changeup that Cole was way out in front of. And Hunter Cole, who leads off this inning for the Rangers, is 0-1. Marshall's next pitch hits the inside corner for a strike. 
on a four-seam fastball, 0-2 now here in the top of the eighth inning with the Sox trailing by three in Chicago. The next pitch on the way, in the dirt, rolls away, 1-2. and two. Next one's flared out into left field, back towards the wall. Big play by Leary Garcia running into the wall for the catch. He got his glove out and caught that one right off the end of it. Almost a snow cone grab. A long out. There's one out here in the top of the eighth inning, and the Rangers have been hitting the ball hard all day. They are seeing it very well today on a Sunday afternoon in Chicago. These are Major League Baseball teams. It is very hard for a team to go on a losing streak like they've been on. The Rangers currently sitting on a six-game losing streak and have lost eight of their last nine. The Sox won the first three in this series. As it's one and two now to Willie Calhoun, who's 0 for 3. At some point, a team this talented was going to find a way to get a couple of hits. And they're up there just swinging for defenses tonight, and they've had good luck. Four to one, one out, top of the eighth inning. All is not lost. The pitch on the way. Swung on and missed on a changeup tailing away, and Marshall strikes out Calhoun. He looks sharp right now, his first strikeout of the game. This White Sox bullpen has been very dependable. Not perfect, but nobody is. But overall, they've been a solid bullpen so far this season. When you go with a guy like Marshall, who's down towards the bottom of the pecking order, and he can hang you in a game as he throws a fastball by Joey Gallo, 0-1 the count. He can keep you in there. You have a chance to come back. You need guys like Marshall to do well in late innings to give your team a chance to come back when they're trailing by three runs. This one's chopped down the first baseline foul, 0-2 the count. Gallo's one for three, had a double into the gap. That was his only hit of the series as he swings and misses on a changeup and goes down. He has many strikeouts in this series. That's three. The inning's over. Midway through the eighth, White Sox need three. James McCann steps in, 0 for two. Lance Lynn continues here into the bottom of the eighth inning. That was just his 75th pitch. It was fouled off, 0-1 the count. Next pitch, a high four-seam fastball in the zone is fouled off, 0-2. Very effective. Under 80 pitches coming into the eighth inning suggests to me he's going to go the distance. Unless the White Sox do something here. That one's outside, 1-2 one the count. It just takes one or two hits. Get him on the ropes. The tie can turn. Outside pitch swung on and missed. He swung at ball two. He goes down swinging. Yet another strikeout for Lynn. He's got one out here in the eighth. And we're going into the bottom of this order. Sox best chance, maybe the ninth. But these guys here at the bottom of the order need to make Lynn work. Try to force the issue and get him out of the game. Inside, two-seam fastball to Engel. 1-0 the count. He's 0-2 for two with two flyouts. He's 2-for-6 in the series. And the pitch on the way. High fastball laid off 2-0. Next offering from Lynn. This one's chopped up the middle. Seeing eye single just past Andrus and bobbled in center field. Now Engel on his horse into second base. He is safe. So this one bounces off the mound, just gets underneath the glove, goes out the center field, and Santana overruns it. Engel sees it. And on a ball that was in shallow center field just sitting there, he outruns it. And he's standing on second base with one out and Luis Robert up. Outside cut fastball, 1-0. The rookies 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a ground out, hitting only 212 on the season. We're waiting for those big, big hits 
that we saw so many of in the minor leagues. Inside pitch taken for a ball 2-0 is Lynn now. Going 2-0 against the last two batters that he's faced. Angle leads at second. This one's chopped back foul to the backstop. 2-1 the count. First time Lynn is in anybody in scoring position, really. Inside pitch, cut fastball, taken for a ball 3-1. Remember, Encarnacion had a solo home run, and Anderson had a single. That was it up until this moment. Fouled off down the first base line. 3-2, the count goes full. On deck, Danny Mendick. After him, Nick Mandrigal. The pitch on the way. Fouled back. Continues to be 3-2 here. As the Sox trail by three with one out in the bottom of the eighth, and Adam Engel on second base. A base hit scores him. The pitch on the way. Inside fastball. That's a terrible call. That was way too far in to be called the ninth strikeout for Lynn. Robert has just a look of bewilderment. And I'm going to tell you right now, up here, and looking at that strike zone and what we can see with that little square, that ball was not in it. A bad call sits Robert down when it would have been ball four. The Sox have some bad luck with the umpire. And the first pitch to Mendick, inside corner, catches it. 0-1 the count. Two outs here in the bottom of the eighth inning. Angle with the lead, the pitch. Fouled off down the first base line. It will get out of play. But he's quickly 0-2, and he's already got two strikeouts in this game. Danny Mendick struggling against Lance Lynn. The 0-2 pitch on the way. Outside taken for a ball, 1-2. Lynn now up into the 90s with his pitches. Hopefully this will force in somebody else from the bullpen for the next inning. This one's flared out in the center field. It might get down. It will not. Nice play by Santana, who pumps his fist out in center field as he runs that ball down. That would have scored angle. After eight, Sox still trail, 4-1. to one. Kelvin Herrera will come into the game here. He will pitch the top of the ninth inning. Seven games so far, an 0-1 record over nine in the third innings. ERA of 1.93. Eight strikeouts to five walks. His job now is to just keep the Rangers down and give us a chance at the bottom of the ninth. And Robinson Chirino steps in, takes a ball high in the zone. 1-0 the count. He's one for five lifetime against Herrera with two strikeouts. Pretty day out today. Sachs took the first three of this four-game set, but the offense has not been able to get anything going against Lance Lynn besides a solo shot. We've had a single in the game. We had the angle double that really was a single and an error. Line shot of Bray who takes it out of the air. A beautifully played ball. And that's an out. One out now on the top of the ninth as Danny Santana comes up, a smattering of boos. The guy's hit a home run. He's had a single. And he also just made a great play in the outfield and pumped his fist at the crowd. Trust me, White Sox fans know that he lost the first three games of this series. And they're letting him hear it. This one's fouled off down the third base line. I mean, I get it. You want to have some excitement. The Rangers have had no excitement over the last week. They've been getting their butts handed to them. Change up low and outside, one and one the count now. But the home team doesn't want to see you doing that kind of stuff out there in the outfield. But I get it. The 1-1 pitch. Fouled off down the first base line, one and two. Tampa Bay beat Toronto today, seven to four in Tampa. Inside changeup taken for a ball, two and two the count. Kansas City now knotted up with Baltimore in the ninth inning, five to five. KC gets here tomorrow. Low inside changeup, three and two with Frazier on deck. The count is full. The lefty hitting Santana up against the righty pitching Herrera, the pitch on the way. 
swung on and missed right down the middle, a two-seam fastball, and Herrera pumps his fist at Santana, who looks back at him. So everybody in the ballpark saw that celebration in center field, and Kelvin Herrera wanted to make sure he celebrated right back. First pitch to Frazier outside a changeup, 1-0 the count, two outs here in the top of the ninth. Scheduled for the White Sox here in the bottom of the ninth, Nick Madrigal, Tim Anderson, and Leary Garcia. This one's fouled back, 1-1 one one the count. Next offering on the way, inside four-seamer, 2-1. Two Herrera checks the sign, the 2-1 pitch. Swung on and missed, 2-2. Two and two. On a slider tailing towards the lower outside portion of the plate. Two outs, top of the ninth, 2-2 two, two count, pitch on the way. Outside corner, he got him looking. Frazier takes a seat. Herrera does his job. He's looked sharp ever since after the first or second game of the season. Sox need three as they go to the bottom of the ninth. Jose Leclerc has six games, four saves and four opportunities over five and a third innings. Seven strikeouts, two walks, and no earned runs. And Nick Mandrigal will lead off the inning. Renteria is going to let the rookie in his second appearance in the majors lead off this ninth inning, trailing by three. Alex Colome is warming up in the pen just in case. But the Sox need three for that to matter. Inside pitch, 2-0 now the count. 2-0. Leclerc with the pitch. Outside for Seamer, 3-0. What an interesting name combination. Jose Leclerc. I'm probably saying one of these wrong. The 3-0 pitch now to Mandrigal in the catbird seat. Cross the middle, taken for a strike. He was taking all the way with Anderson on deck. When you're down by three, your only job is to get on base because you're not going to do anything. It's got to be the guys behind you. You want to get on for them. The pitch from Leclerc. Inside taken for a strike on a borderline call, three and two. Mandrigal seems to be having a problem with pitches on the border. His eye is not getting the respect that it would get in the minor leagues right now. We saw that with Mankata when he came up. Next one is fouled off down the first baseline. The count is full. Yohan Moncada, remember, came up. Nobody respected his eye. And now, another taken pitch on the inside corner. Mandrigal was convinced that was ball four. Instead, he is sit down with a looking strikeout. Two strikeouts in this game. Three so far over two games for Nick Mandrigal. Showing Lance Lynn right now. The guy gave up one earned run. Didn't walk anybody. Had nine strikeouts. Gave up a total of three hits over eight innings. Sox ran into a buzzsaw today from Lance Lynn. Sometimes that happens. Doesn't matter how hot you are and how cold they are. One big starting pitcher with one big game can change everything. That's a ball to Anderson, 1-0. The next pitch high, 2-0. With Larry Garcia on deck and Abreu behind him. The 2-0 pitch, outside taken for a ball, 3-0. Anderson just trying to be a base runner here, wants to get on. So likely he's taking this. And Leclerc probably knows he's taking it. Everybody knows he's taking it. Checks up on one down the middle. He really wanted to swing at it, and he might have buried that ball, but it still would have just been 4-2. to 3-1 pitch. One out. Swung on and jetted out into right field. Trailing back is the right fielder. He will catch this one close to the Goose Island bar. There are two outs here now in the bottom of the ninth inning, and the White Sox down to their last bullet, down by three. And Leary Garcia is 0 for 3. Last time up, he lined out in the seventh inning. And Leclerc looks to get the save. The pitch on the way, swung on and missed. 0-1 the count. The White Sox took three out of four here in this series, unless somehow they come back.
High slider taken for a ball, one and one. Don't forget then, the Royals are next, then they go on the road against the Angels and then finally get a day off. A week from tomorrow on Monday for the first time in nearly three weeks. A very busy schedule here in April for this White Sox team who have done very, very well early on. Coming out of a rebuild and coming into this game five games above 500 in mid-April. 3-1 and one now to Garcia. Leclerc looks in. Pitch is fouled off on a four-seamer inside. Would have caught the plate. The count is full with two outs here in the bottom of the ninth. And nobody on. Chopped to second base. Gets by. And out in the right field. So the White Sox not giving up yet as Garcia's on first base. So with two outs in the bottom of the ninth, trailing by three, the White Sox have a runner. It's only their fourth hit of the game. This is the worst offensive performance of the season so far for them. They have yet to be shut out. They won't be shut out today. But like I said, Lance Lynn was on target. And Abreu's 0 for 3. And the closer Leclerc already has two outs. I don't expect Garcia to go anywhere here because it doesn't matter where he is. The pitch on the way. High four seamer. 1-0 the count. I mean, you could argue you could take away the force out at second base. Fine. But you got more of a chance of being thrown out here by Chirinos, who's thrown out a few base runners here against one of the better base running teams in the majors. This one's over the head of the first baseman. It's going to roll down in the corner. Abreu's going to end up with a double here. Garcia comes around third. He's going to try for home. If he's out at home, he's going to look stupid. And he looks stupid. I don't understand the send there. You can't win the game on it. Out at home plate is Leary Garcia. Fired a third base coach. I'm sorry. Fire the third base coach. I need to use a second hand now to find all the mistakes that have been made at third base, and we aren't even through April yet. What is the point of being thrown out at home plate there? You got two outs, you're down by three. You're all over this pitcher, and you get thrown out at home. What does it matter if he's standing on third or standing at home when you're down by three? A terrible send ends the game, and I don't know if the Sox would have come back and won this game. But somebody has to have a talk with that third base coach because that was brutal. Absolutely brutal. Lance Lynn's the player of the game for the Rangers. Eight innings pitch, three hits, nine strikeouts. One earned run, no walks in that game. Edwin Encarnacion's one for three with a home run for the White Sox. There were only three other hits. Abreu had one, it was a double. Engel had one, it was a single. Leary Garcia had one, it was a single. Then Garcia gets thrown out at home on a stupid send. Dallas Keuchel, six and a third. Six hits, five strikeouts, four earned runs, and two walks. Lynn with the win, Leclerc with the save. Well, we took three out of four. It's been a pretty solid weekend. The Royals come into town, and the goal is to take two out of three from them. Because you're tied three and three in that series right now, and it makes no sense to me. It'll be Cease, Gonzalez, and Reynaldo Lopez against them Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday before the White Sox go out on the road. Remember, Socks in the Basement is proudly brought to you by not only our advertiser, Family Waterproofing Solutions, but our fine sponsor, Cork and Carry at the Park. Use Grubhub or go direct to corkandcarryatthepark.com. Remember to get your post-game wrap-up with Socks on 35th.com, the world-famous blog. They'll have not only the box scores and everything, but since the series is over, we send them over what the stats are for the team all the way up to this point. You can pour over them and just get yourself immersed in this simulated season. You've been listening to another White Sox simulated game in a simulated season every day since opening day. From the show for fans, 
by fans. Socks in the Basement, found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. See you tomorrow. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always on SocksInTheBasement.com.